I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. has been a presentation of Odyssey Sports. For even more coverage of your team, download the free Odyssey app and listen to your favorite stations, shows, and podcasts. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. They produced some of the finest talent in Atlanta sports radio history. Get over it! Covered the best teams this city has to offer. Going to bed and taking a nap. And now, it's time to take their turn at the mic. It's time for the other side of the glass with Chris Thomas and Bo Morgan on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Here's Chris and Bo. What's up, Atlanta? That's right. It is time for the latest. Monday night football edition of the other side of the glass. Chris Thomas hanging out with you for one, count them one, hour. Leading you right into Cowboys, Buccaneers, which should be a fantastic Monday night football playoff game. So excited for that one. But boy, do we have a ton. And when I say a ton to get into about our Atlanta Hawks, I am not exaggerating to say the least. So here's what we're going to do. In less than 10 minutes from now, we're going to head out to State Farm Arena. Our very own Caleb Johnson is going to stop by the show, and we are going to break down everything on the court and off the court and get the full scoop from our very own 92.9 The Game Hawks reporter. And then, of course, I will make my Monday night football predictions. If you've been listening all season long, you know Bo has won the bottle of bourbon. But nonetheless, I will try John and myself, as well as super producer Day Day, will make a pick as we close out the show, get out of Dodge, and throw to Monday night football. All right, let's begin with the positive, shall we? Because the Atlanta Hawks are on a three-game win streak. And in my humble opinion, especially the last two games, may have been two of the best games they've played the entire season. They beat their rival, let's say, Toronto Raptors in Toronto, where they seemingly couldn't win a game to save their life before this. And then today on MLK Day, they win at home 121-113. Huge games from Trey and DJ. A.J. Griffin had another big game, proving that he is an absolute stud. The rookie out of Duke University at just 19 years old, and they win. But, unfortunately, the winning does not come without controversy. And we're going to get into that in just a second as another article dropped today detailing more tension and turmoil behind the scenes going on with our Atlanta Hawks. But what's been going right for this team that wasn't clicking before these three games. 
I got a simple solution for you guys. How about three-point shooting? Where has this been all season, Trey? You're shooting 50% from three the last couple games. We needed this before. He was shooting 31% going into this three-game stretch. 31% from a guy who's been one of the best three-point shooters in the league for his entire career. I know he's still scoring points and dishing out assists, but, guys, he, he was just not the same player from three. And then all of a sudden, the light bulb turned on, and you're seeing him jacking up the shots, and they're falling in. It's been great to watch. DeJounte Murray, I'll tell you what, this guy can do it all. I watched every second of this game. He was getting steals. He was running up and down the floor. He was making big shot after big shot. I don't know if they win this game if it wasn't for some of his clutch shots in the fourth quarter. I mean, he really saved the Miami Heat from coming back almost all the way. They cut this lead down to, I think, seven or four, or maybe even it was three at one point. But they were up by 26 points at one point in this game. It was an absolute blowout. But then the Miami Heat turned on the defense in the second half. Eric Spolstra is a Hall of Fame coach for a reason. He made the adjustments, and they came back, but it wasn't enough. Hawks win 121-113. to 113. But, and there is a gigantic but in the middle of this one, the AJC drops an article today detailing how the Atlanta Hawks front office was at odds with one another, specifically Travis Schlank and upper management, about what to do with our superstar player, Trey Young. So what happens? Schlank is now on the outs, and it's up to Tony Ressler, his son Nick Ressler, who's now in power, Landry Fields, Kyle Korver, and the rest of his staff to decide what to do with this team that is now 21-22 and 22 and heading in the right direction as we get past the halfway point in the season. So I'm not exactly sure what they're going to do. But trading Trey Young, I mean, I don't know about that. First of all, I don't know if you'd get the type of return that you think you'd get at this point. I know he's had a good couple games, but overall, he's not playing up to his standards when you look at the season as a whole. And with all the rumors surrounding the type of player that he is off the court and in the locker room, who would want to add that kind of dynamic to their team? I want to play one cut for you from Chris Vivlamore of the AJC who joined Mark Zeno earlier and he talked about, hey, is this thing with Trey really a possibility? Here's Chris. Uh, that's a good question, too. Um, um, I think having Trey in your, in your organization presents challenges. Uh, we've seen some of them bubble out. Um, we had a, you know, an, an element in the reporting today that you know, he didn't even fly back with the team after a loss to Miami in the playoffs last year. Like, that stuff... I think as a uh, as a young player who needs to mature, uh, and I think there are issues with that. Um, but there, look, they Trey Young is their guy right now. You have to be. If you, you traded Luka Doncic for him, um, and you can see what Luka Doncic is doing, and we can all say they've you know advanced the same amount in the playoffs. But Luka does what he does on a nightly basis. He's a perennial first team All NBA or perennial All Star. Um, They've got to live with that. That and look, don't get me wrong. Trey's offensive capabilities are unquestioned, right? Uh, but he does present challenges. I mean, he's a defensive liability. He's small. He doesn't, you know, it's hard to guard, uh, and you've got to compensate for that at times. 
I mean, Day Day, I've heard of Ciroc and Sprite on a private flight, but this takes that yeah. to a whole new level, my friend. Yeah. I, I don't like what I'm hearing right there, especially if you're trying to trade him, and then this report comes out that doesn't exactly make that path easier. Not that I think they should trade him in the first place anyway. Yeah, I mean, uh, this, is, uh, this is all so messy. Like, um, when they say airing out the family's dirty laundry, it's like everything's coming out. I don't know how you... Well, I shouldn't say I don't know how because only they really know what's going on behind those doors, right? So maybe there is cause and reason for them to give serious consideration to trading trade. But to your point, you know, if all the speculation is true about, you know, character and all this other stuff with him, the rest of the NBA knows this. So is he going to be really – who's he going to be attracted to? Exactly, and that's, and that's the point, right? So here's what we got. Coming up next, we're going to talk to our guy, Caleb Johnson. He is at State Farm Arena. He watched the game. He's going to give us the inside scoop of this impressive win by the Atlanta Hawks and maybe more importantly, break down what he's heard and what he's seeing from the team as this article from the AJC dropped today about the team at odds over a potential trade for Trey Young for the Atlanta Hawks. Man, there is a ton to break down, and we have less than an hour to do so, so don't go anywhere. This is The Other Side of the Glass with Chris Thomas taking you up until Monday Night Football right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Back with you here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We are going to talk with our buddy Caleb Johnson in just a second, our Atlanta Hawks reporter for 92.9 The Game. He was at the game today, caught all the action, and is going to break down also what's going on off the court for this team, as we just described to you in the last segment. Now, there's a bunch of things that we need to make sure are clear with this team. This team is not 
a bad team by any stretch of the imagination. This team is an underperforming team. They have not reached their standards yet this season. And with that, they now sit at 21-22, and 22, a game below 500, with a very, very important game with the Mavericks coming up on Wednesday night. To detail all that and more, let's head out to the waitfor.com hotline. Welcome in our very own Caleb Johnson. Caleb, how are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing pretty good, and I don't like to be the person that corrects the host. But just for the purposes of the Hawks are actually at 500 right now. The win tonight did push them at 22 and 22. So they're at 500 and obviously moving in a, in a really positive direction. Well, you know what? You know what I blame for that? I, I won't lame, blame the network that the, the stats page that I'm looking at right now, but they have not updated the Hawks record after tonight's win. So <laughs> I won't throw them Fair under enough. the bus in case any potential <laughs> partnerships come down the road, but that's a bad job out of them. I guess I needed to hit the refresh page. But all right, Caleb, <laughs> so much to talk about with this team right now, both on and off the court. Let's start on the court because they won three games in a row and they've looked pretty darn good doing it. What have you seen that's really helped turn this team around? Well, the first thing I, I'd have to go to is obviously what we saw tonight, which was a completely healthy team. This is something that you and I, we talked back on, what, the night of the national championship that I kept stressing of like, hey, look, you know, this team's gone through a lot of different things. The one thing they haven't been is healthy. They had the one game against Detroit back in, uh, what, December 23rd, if I remember right, and yet that didn't even last the entire game. They're finally healthy tonight, and they show. But obviously they've won two games previous to that, so kind of what's been working for them. I think the, the pairing of DeJounte and Trey really working together and playing like team basketball, as simple as it sounds. Uh, but I think this team sharing the basketball uh, and they've just they, they've been able to keep up. And also, I think, you know, find teams who have dealt with their own injuries. Because you think Indiana obviously didn't have Halliburton, uh, didn't have their big man. Uh, and then, you know, some similar things with, with Toronto. So finding some teams that aren't completely healthy themselves and, and trying to catch teams at the right time. But honestly, the other element is, is shooting the ball really well. Something the Hawks have got to be extremely proud of is how they shot the three ball tonight. You know, it's like 48%, I think, that they shot. Um, it just had an, a really dominant first half, especially from three. So if they can get back to the three-point shooting team that we've known and kind of grown to to love out of this team then then this is kind of the the period of, of the season where we can start riding the ship and and head in a in a positive direction instead of all of the negativity that seems to follow this team for the last uh, few weeks and going to a few months now feels like yeah and uh getting clint capella back obviously huge uh, he had a great first game back, 12 points, six boards. What can we expect to see from him as he eases his way back into the lineup? Yeah, I think it's obviously he's on a minutes restriction. Uh, Nate was actually, as he was talking to us tonight, looked down and was like, yeah, okay, I kept him within that. It, it seems like that's about 20 minutes, and I think Nate is hoping that here pretty quickly they're able to rank, uh, ramp Clint back up. Uh, I know from when I saw Clint in person, I guess it would have been about a week ago uh, at practice, it seemed like he was still favoring that calf. And then uh, when they went and had this, this most recent like quick little road trip there, 
I believe it was in Toronto that they practiced, and I saw a video uh, that Lauren Williams of the AJC posted where you could you could see Quint moving around much more mobily. And then when you saw him tonight, you saw that. You saw the ability that he had. Uh, he he his first points of the game. It was one of those moments where he catches the ball and gets past Jimmy Butler and goes to the hole, gets fouled by Victor Oladipo, and he's shooting a free throw. So it was just like. That is exactly what this team needed. They needed the rim protector that that Clint Capella brings, uh, and that size, obviously too. Because what have we been talking about with the Hawks team as of recent? With no Clint Capella, uh, they weren't a particularly big team, and that causes disadvantages. So that's uh, you know, with Clint being able to ramp up his minutes here pretty quickly, uh, as you know, knock on wood, as, as long as he's able to stay healthy, this team can continue to to build and get back the chemistry that they were trying to build at the very beginning of the season uh, as they were all piecing this together. I don't want to be hyperbolic here, but you know what? I'm going to be a little hyperbolic here. I think this game coming up with the Mavs is so huge for a number of reasons, Caleb. One, obviously, would keep the keep the uh, winning streak going, get it up to four. But secondarily, I think with all the noise surrounding the team, to get a win over Luka – which has been mentioned in so many articles that we're going to get to in just a second, I think would be huge for the team morale, not just another win. This, this win would maybe mean a little more. Um, I, I can understand that from a fan perspective of obviously, you know, you're, you're mentioning the, the Luca versus Trey kind of thing. And if it's one of those situations where Trey can have a big night, because obviously like tonight it was DeJounte's night for him to be able to go off shooting the ball really well, especially from three. Uh, so if Trey can have a big night against the Mavericks, obviously that would, you know, very much uh, get, the, get the fan base headed in a positive direction. I think, honestly, for this team, though, is they view things very much as it would just be a win. And right now they just want wins. Nate McMillan spoke tonight about, you know, they don't like to look at the standings but it's the reality that they get caught of kind of peeking in and seeing they know where they're at. Uh, you know, they, they knew that they were down in that nine, 10 spot and they know they need to win games and able in order to move up from that, obviously beating the Miami Heat's going to be a big part of that because you not only get uh, a win over, you know, an Eastern conference opponent, but an opponent that's above you in the standing. So I think that's a, a really key part of things. But as far as, what this team looks at, it is, it's, it's just a win. You know, it is just a game. Uh, and hopefully, like you said, they can get it so they can continue the win streak. Talking all things Hawks after another big dub right here, three in a row. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Caleb Johnson, Chris Thomas chatting with you, taking you up until Monday night football at 7.30 p.m. All right, Caleb, now that we talked about all the good stuff going on with the team, let's get to, unfortunately, yet it seems like we're averaging about uh, an article a week here now. We're firing at a really strong clip when it comes to our Atlanta Hawks. This latest one today from the AJC detailing how Travis Schlank and other members of Hawks upper management were at odds over a potential Trey Young deal. What do you know about all this, Caleb? Um... All right. As far as a deal, I, I don't know that I would go that far. Uh, I think it was the fact that the idea had been presented of, you know, certain things go certain ways. Uh, is there a plan to even a guy that you would assume to be untouchable to potentially move on from him? 
Uh, now that was just one of the many things that were kind of in, included in, in this article that Laura Williams from the AJC, she did a great job. Uh, and Chris Bibblemore, I think, was a part of this too, kind of piecing this all together. And it really, it, it laid out a timeline, timeline for Hawks fans to kind of be able to see some of the things that have gone and, and how we've gotten to this point. Uh, and so, yes, the, uh, the conversation of, of Trey and whether you move on from him, um, that was a, a potential thing. I don't know how far really those discussions would have gone. I do know that the legitimate thing that we know for sure is that the, not everybody was on the same page when it came to DeJounte Murray. And not whether he should be a part of this team, but what that compensation should be, what the team should give up for him. Uh, it seems pretty clear now, especially uh, there was also a Q&A that uh, the AJC put out with, with new assistant general manager Kyle Corver and general manager Landry Fields, where it was mentioned of this whole kind of the, the room not agreeing when it came to DeJounte. Uh, and it seemed like it had something to do with, the compensation, not necessarily the player. Because we know the player is incredible, and you only get so many opportunities to go and trade for an all-star player. Uh, but maybe not everybody was on the same page about compensation of what they should be able to give up. Either way, the deal happened, and relationships kind of soured from that point, it, it seems. And it, it leads us to a point where Landry Fields is the general manager, Cal Corver is the assistant general manager, and uh, they try to put together a vision of what they're going to do with this team moving forward. So the other thing that we took out of this article, right, was the mentioning of uh, private flights by Trey after the Miami series last season and just not connecting with the team. Do you foresee that being a persistent issue? Or if the team starts to win more, you know, the cliche that talent is the great deodorizer, as long as they're winning, Caleb, you know, they'll put up with some of that stuff. But if it starts to slide back again, it could become an even bigger issue. Well, I can't necessarily say that they put up with it because the article did lay out the fact that the team fined Trey for making that decision. And a lot of people are probably going, well, uh, what's wrong with you know, Trey deciding he wants to take his own flight? Well, the team's already taking uh, a, a private flight, so there's no need to take your own separate flight unless there's obviously some disagreement amongst the team. So that's not something you know, they, they want to build – team chemistry, uh, and you want to be a team, which involves being together, and that's how you get through the, the tough moments of a season. Um, and so I don't, they didn't excuse it, obviously, with, with the fine. Um, I think you're on to a new year. You know, it's kind of one of those, those are things that happened in the past that help you understand how this team got to this point. Um, but you, you laid it out, and I think the, the – thing that is going on with this team right now is if they keep winning, all of these problems are going to start just magically, oh, no, it wasn't that big of a deal. But we know and we've seen it with other teams in the NBA when you're not winning, you know, the, the conversations of frustration get louder and louder until they boil up and things happen. Uh, I think the one thing that we can go all the way back to what happened with Nate McMillan and Trey Young earlier in the season, that Nate said and, and it is true is that this team is together so much they're like a family and families do fight uh and you know disagree and, and have issues and that does happen however um they aren't family and so the the other element of that is when they do you know come to these, these big frustrating moments and of disagreement 
they don't have to stay together. You know, your your, your family, you're, you're stuck with them by blood. Uh, on a team, you know, guys can get moved. Uh, coaches can get fired. A- any kind of movement can happen there. That, that is the difference of the situation we're dealing with. And what is the thing that fixes it all? Winning basketball games. And that's what the Hawks has done for the least last three games and uh, can, can continue to do so. And that will 100% keep the, the weekly article uh, from, from happening around this team. Yeah, last one for me, Caleb. You, you cover this team. You see them. You see the coaching staff. Just, just give the fans out there listening, what do you see from the body language of this team and how they interact with each other on and off the court and just a sort of general vibe around the team? I think a lot of fans are wondering that right now. I mean, it's honestly, like, I can say as of recent, it's been very positive. Um, it, the strange thing about this team is, well, I can't say strange. They're good at hiding things. I'll say that. They're, they're good at, at giving off the appearance that, uh, that nothing's wrong. Um, I think, obviously, as they've gone on and, and some, had some struggling moments, there have been those um, moments where guys just kind of, uh, I don't know, they, they just let, let things slip maybe. Um, like I, I think of, you know, John being asked by Sam Amick a few weeks ago, about how he feels about the trade deadline. He's just kind of like, it is what it is at this point. Um, I, I think you end up in a situation where this team, for the most part, does look like they, uh, they like each other. At least they give that appearance off in public. You know, when the media is able to look at practice um, and, and look at them together on the floor, I, I can't say too much further than that. Honestly, I, I just haven't seen anything that makes me go, ooh, this is like, a massive problem, um, but like we've been saying in this whole conversation, uh, it, it all depends on what's happening in the win-loss record um, and, you know, how much they want that to spill over into what people are able to see publicly. You're 22-22, and 22, Atlanta Hawks. Make sure I get it right on the way out this time. Caleb, Caleb <laughs> Johnson, 92.9 The Game, Atlanta Hawks reporter. Caleb, thank you so much, man. You got it. All right, when we get back, you know what, Day Day? Let's take a couple calls, and then we'll. And then I think you got some questions for me, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, I got you lined up, so let's do it. All right, let's open up the phones here. Let's get some Hawks fans' reaction. You just heard Caleb there, 404-741-0929. What do you think of the state of the Hawks right now? Do you believe the winning will help them overcome it? They're on a three-game win streak, or is the drama too much for this team to impact their playoff hopes? 404-741-0929. We'll take a couple calls when we get back. It is the other side of the glass. Chris Thomas hanging out with you until 730 right here. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Coverage of Cowboys and Bucks Monday night football right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Coming your way in less than 30 minutes. Chris Thomas hanging out with you until then on the other side of the glass. Right now we are talking Atlanta Hawks basketball. Why? Well, two main reasons. One, they just won a big game against the Miami Heat and are on a three-game winning streak. And two, we had, yes, another article drop this morning from the AJC about going ons behind the scenes and the drama and the turmoil was the exact quote that they used facing our front office and the decision making about the roster and specifically our star Trey Young. So I threw it out there 404-741-0929. Do you think the Hawks are going to ride this three game win streak and help clear out some of this drama or if they slide back, will the drama eat them up on and off the court? Let's go out to the hotline. Corey in Griffin, you are in the game. What's going on, Corey? I appreciate you taking my call. But uh, I think the Hawks are going to going to ride this winning streak out because, you know, it's too much on the line. I, and the way I look at it, if they shook up the front office, they done shook up the team by trading for DeJounte De, De, De Murray, maybe it's time to shake up the coaching staff. So you think they're going to fire Nate McMillan? I mean, I didn't say they are, but maybe that's the next thing to do. You don't shook up the front office. You got rid of Travis Link, got him out the way. You traded picks and everything for Devontae Murray, and you're still having problems, so maybe it might be coaching. I mean, you got to look at everything. I hear you, Corey. Thank you for the phone call. But they are on a three-game winning streak, so let's see how the next handful of games play out. If all of a sudden we look and it's two weeks from now, and they've lost, you know, four out of their next six games, then we have ourselves a problem. I don't – the fire Nate or have Nate step away narrative has been hanging around this team 
all season long because of the way they underperformed. Now that they're finally performing up to their standard, let's give it a little bit of a shot here before we continue to call for his job. Next up, we got Blake and Marietta, 404-741-0929. Will the Hawks ride out this drama, continue their win streak, or will it eventually derail their season? What do you got? Hey, Chris. Uh, we were at the game, and uh, I can tell you that the thing that I saw that was so different was Clint Capella being back on the floor. Uh, watching, uh, you know, double O play center, he's got so much energy and hustle, but he cannot body up with some of these larger players in the paint. And for Nate McMillan, I mean, he's a coach that's built around defense, and there's nobody protecting the paint for the majority of the season. So as far as the John Collins trade rumors go, I'm not against trading John Collins, but I don't think they need another scorer as much as they need somebody to defend down in the paint. Well, up until recently, I would argue that they definitely would have needed somebody to come in and be a 3 and D type of guy because they were not – shooting the three ball well at all but over the last three games they've picked that up dramatically Blake so I think that that's an issue that may be resolving itself and in terms of getting Clint back he's obviously a huge 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 part of what they do down low double O was filling in nicely he had a 20 rebound game the other day in a game that they won so I think you may be on to something there Blake thank, thank you so much for the phone call let's keep it rolling at 404-741-0929 will the Hawks overcome the odds and shake off this drama or will the, okay 404 thank you data 404-741-0929 here's the thing with this team I'm not exactly sure what level they could get to even if things were a hundred percent because I don't know if their roster is built to the point to contend with the Bucks or the Nets or maybe even the Philadelphia 76ers when they get things together. So I'm not saying that it's completely fair for this team to expect them to go back to the Eastern Conference Finals or make an NBA Finals. But to be hanging around the 9-10 seed, where they have been for most of the season, that's not acceptable either. So, so where's the rub, right? Where does it lie? It's obviously somewhere in the middle. And the team that we've seen in the last three games is much closer to where they should be than what they've been going up to this point. All right, Bobby in Loganville, 404-741-0929. You're in the game. What you got? Uh, I heard every comment y'all made about the Trey Young situation tonight. And as a lifetime Hawks fan, it's very disturbing. And I'll tell you the reason why. They've made Trey Young the franchise player by the salary that he's making and the decision that they made. So when you are the franchise player, when things is going wrong, you have to dig deep inside of yourself because your teammates are looking at you. And you dig inside of yourself by not pouting, catching private planes, and things of that nature. Because when things are going good, you are putting yourself in the limelight. You have to do it even more when things are going bad. I hear what you're saying, but here's the problem. Who reaches through to him? If he doesn't respect the coach, how's he going to change? That's my question to you. If he doesn't respect the coach, how is he going to change? I can give you an answer to that. It's not 
all the way about respecting the coach as an athlete as much as you respect yourself to be the player that you can be. Because the coach can only carry you so far. And when you are having good games, you're making the coach look good. So because you're having bad games and the coach may be saying some things that you don't like, now you lose respect for him. That's the way I would see it. And I'm seeing it from an athletic perspective because I've been a top-notch athlete. So I'm looking at it from the athletic perspective also, not just necessarily one-sidedly. I'm looking at it from both ends of the spectrum. I hear you, Bobby. Thank you so much for the phone call. And I agree to a certain extent, but you left out one problem. You can't be just a guy when the going is good, then everything's fine. But as soon as there's an issue with the coach or with the team or you're not performing up to your standards, then you go into pout mode. I'm sorry, that's not acceptable. If you're going to be the leader of a team, and by the way, being paid as such, you need to act accordingly. I'm not saying you need to be the most vocal guy on the team or you need to be out there at every single charity event front and center for the organization. It's fine if you're not that guy. But at the bare minimum, you need to set the tone and set the example for the rest of the guys to follow, even if it's just by your actions and if it's not by your words. 404-741-0929. We got Maurice and Alpharetta. You're up next. You're in the game. What's going on? How you doing, man? I appreciate you guys taking my call. Uh, a couple things I actually want to want to say. Um, I honestly feel like the Hawks should let everything play out at least for a couple more weeks, maybe a couple months, because they, they're they just not getting their team back, right? Um, Capella, his first game back, and they needed that presence down low. Um, so we got to see how that worked. But even still, in, in the in the after-game pressers or whatever have you, you could see it in, in the coach's face and his voice if you're really paying attention to somebody. I don't think that man is happy with what, what is going on. Regardless if you're winning or not, there's an underlying issue. When that tension is there, nothing's truly going to be 100%. Second point, I don't really think Trey is a number one option. He gets paid like, yeah, but he's like a – he's more of, to me, and like what a, a Chris Middleton is for Giannis. He's like a 1A-B type of player, right? Like, he's not going to carry the Hawks to – Well, tra- hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I get what you're saying. Trey's better than Chris Middleton, though. You can't – I think that's a no, little, no, that's that, a little that bit of a slight. Trey, Trey no, and DeJounte together – No disrespect. No, Trey and DeJounte together are the foundation of a winning team. They need to build and add in. See, there was a misstep this season, and that misstep was letting Kevin Herter go. You need his shooting. You need his shooting. When Trey's having an off night, when DeJounte's having an off night, you need another solid guy off the bench. And we're seeing A.J. Griffin become that guy. He's not that guy just yet, but you need another guy. Like, for instance, tonight, Bogey didn't have it from three. So you needed another guy to come in. A.J. Griffin filled the role. He's not able to do that on a night-in, night-out basis yet. So letting Kevin Herter go was a big mistake. Thank you so much for the phone call. I appreciate it. We got time for one more here. Sanders in the A. Sanders, you're in the game. What's going on? What do you think about these Hawks? Hey, man, thanks for taking my call. Um, Honestly, when you look at it, uh, it, it's really disappointing. I mean, look, I've – I've led organizations before, and, and what it looks like to me is that we just don't have a culture. We don't have a culture, and when you have a bad culture, sure, we might win a game or two, but when that culture is not being played out from top to bottom, 
when you allow players to beef with each other and not resolve it, it seems like there's a lot of drama because. Hey, it looks like we lost him. That's all right. Organization. Oh, go ahead. Keep going. Very good. Nate McMillan's not stepping up to take over this organization and lead the way that he needs to. If Trey's being a drama queen, if whoever's being a drama queen, somebody's got to step up and take charge. And that seems like that's what's not happening. All right, Sanders, thank you so much for the call. Calling into the A. Great job on the phones, 404-741-0929. Let me just say this before we go to break. You just hit on culture there. Culture, in my opinion, is the most important thing that this team needs to get right if they're going to turn things around. I think they have the talent on the floor to do what they need to do to turn this season around fully and get fully entrenched back in the playoff mix. Again, I don't know if this team is talented enough to win you know, enough games to make it to a top four seed. I think they can hover right around there. Do I think they can win a round? Yes, I do. Do they think? Do I think they can win two rounds? Potentially, depending on matchups, depending on how hot they are going into the playoffs, and, of course, depending on health. And those are things you just can't predict. But if these three games, guys, are any indicator of what this team could be, we're finally starting to see what we all thought going into the offseason. But our last caller just hit on potentially the most important point. Nate McMillan needs to be able to coach this team. Whoever is the head coach of this team, if they fire Nate McMillan tonight and bring in a guy that Trey Young handpicks to run this organization, he needs to be able to coach. That's the bottom line. If your head coach is hamstrung by a star player or organizational decisions, you are absolutely screwed. And if that's really what's going on with the Hawks, that's what needs to be fixed first before they can even think about realizing their potential on the court. All right, when we get back, we have a ton to do and a little bit of time to do it. Day-Day is not only going to throw some quick questions at me, then me and him are going to break down this Monday night football game, give you our picks, make you a couple shekels. We're going to do all that and more when we get back. It is Chris Thomas on the other side of the glass. Where else? Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. We are 10 minutes away from coverage of Monday night football. Cowboys at the Bucks should be a great playoff game right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. But before we get into that, which Day Day and I are going to break down like a fine powder coming up to close out the show here, Day Day has some questions for me in a producer six-pack. Yes, I do. And if you're ready, we'll jump right on into it, Chris. So first off, after that amazing, uh, however you look at it, comeback or collapse on Saturday night, has Trevor Lawrence arrived 
by leading the Jaguars back. You know what? That was some game. First of all, that was just an amazing game to watch, first and foremost. Yeah. Um, you know, to be able to have the resolve, the grit, the guts, the cojones, whatever you want to call it, to throw four interceptions and then come back and match it with four touchdowns by the time the final whistle blew. I think we were seeing signs of this before this game, but I think this one really cemented that this guy is not going to go down as a Ryan Leaf-type quarterback taken at the top of the draft. This guy is legit. He's the real deal. And with the right head coach, look what happens from one year to the next. Hey, Atlanta Falcons, take something from that. <laughs> yeah, I love Trevor, man. Um, got a chance to see him his senior year live. So, yeah, love him. Um, all right, here we go. With all this crazy drama, and of course, none of us want to probably, none of us want to see Trey Lee. But if you were in that seat and you were going to seriously entertain the trade, what team out there has attractive assets for you to even consider making the trade? You know, I'm going to be honest, Day Day, none. And you know why? Mm -hmm. Something we talked about last segment. His value right now mm -hmm. is not high enough to right. warrant what he's going to cost. Right. There's too much baggage. If you're a team that's on the cusp of winning an NBA title, you're one superstar piece away. You want to bring somebody who's potentially taking his own flights and causing all this drama with the front office to your team? I don't think you do, especially if you're a team that's good enough to be on the cusp of winning at least a couple of playoff rounds, if not contending for a title. So I think if you're going to move on from Trey, if that really needs to be the end result, you do it in the offseason. You do it after the season. Or you do it next year. And you basically sit him down and say, Trey, if the only option is for you not to be in an Atlanta Hawks jersey next season, this is how we're going to do it. You're going to be on your best behavior. You're going to play your best ball. You're going to commit to your health, to your fitness. You're going to stay with the team. No shenanigans. And then we'll talk about it. That's the only way I consider doing it. Because if I'm the Hawks and I'm going to get to that point where my team, the future of my team is now completely up in the air, I want to know that I'm getting something back of at least equal value. The name Shea Gilgis-Alexander intrigues me, but maybe that's where he wants to go to pair up with a guy like that. Go home to Oklahoma. So right now, honestly, none yet. Gotcha. All right. All right, who's your M uh, midseason NBA MVP right now? Ooh, I think it might be Donovan Mitchell. What he's brought to that team yeah. and the games that he's had this yeah. season, I am so impressed. I, I mean, being out on the West Coast, I, I got to see some of his games, especially in the playoff rounds, but they always underperformed in the playoffs. They're always like the top seed in the West, and then they get bounced in the first or second round. So getting to see a lot more of his games and his highlights this season, I've just been so impressed. I mean, you, you always joke around, oh, the poor New York Knicks. What if they got him? Where would, right. they, where would they be right now, <laughs> right. the team that was gunning for him? And reportedly he wanted to go there. So I'm going to say Donovan Mitchell. If he can keep this up and the Cavs wind up with the top four seed, hey, look out. All right. Uh, if Tampa Bay and Brady and them win tonight, will do they become a favorite to win the NFC? Ooh, no. I'm going to have to say it's the team that Tom Brady uh, grew up idolizing, the San 49ers. Francisco 49ers. Yeah. Okay. They look so good. And this kid, Purdy, man, he I know. Just, just nothing. <laughs> I, that's I know. what I love about him the most. Like, 
he he's just out there slinging, playing backyard type football. Yeah. Passes over the middle, reckless abandon, throwing the ball down the field. You hear him in the post game. He's just having fun out there, and to me, that's dangerous because that's the difference between a guy like him right now and a guy like Dak Prescott who you can tell feels the weight of the world on his shoulder. He's not a rookie in this league anymore. They paid him to be the quarterback that's going to finally end that Super Bowl drought, and you can see it on the field as he's been pressing and throwing all those picks. So give me the 49ers. Okay, all right. I like it. I like it. I'm, I like it. I, I love the 49ers, especially that defensive side of the ball. And real quick, I, I've been talking to people about it, but what's going on with them this year reminds me of the transition of when – Alex Smith went down and Kaepernick came in and they made that run. Very similar. But anyway, here we go. Um, do Marvel movies rule? They used to. Um, you don't think so anymore? I was a devoted Marvel movie fan up until Endgame. And ever since then, this is my phrase for Marvel right now. You're trying too hard, bro. You're trying too hard. There's too much out there. Too I, many movies, too many TV shows. Disney Plus is clogged with She-Hulk <laughs> and Hawkeye and all this stuff. And you know what? All of it, to me, has been just okay. It's not matched the standard that they set for themselves. I went for 10 years of my life, mm -hmm. for 10 years of your life, Day Day, Every summer, we went to those movies yep, to watch the conclusion of this grand epic saga that took a decade over film that ended with me bawling like a five-year-old <laughs> when, when Iron Man eventually dies and you get the funeral scene at the end. I loved all of those movies, and I don't know if I've loved anything that they've put out in the post-Endgame era. It's really unfortunate. Yeah, you know what? For me, I, I honestly feel like the post-Endgame era has been more about fillers until they can get into this next which is getting ready to start with ant-man and wasp so i personally haven't been disappointed i just didn't have high expectations of anything that they put out so you're, not, you're nicer than me my <laughs> <friend>. <laughs> all right last one for you where now that you've been here officially how long now uh just just hit the two-year mark just hit the two-year mark where has chris kind of found to be some of his favorite give me maybe three favorite go-to atlanta spots okay my number one is easy it's the eastern Shout okay. out to them. Mm -hmm. That is, in my opinion, the best concert venue in the A in terms of the layout, in terms of the structure. has a huge middle dance floor that you can go on if you want to groove. If you want to check it out from up top, they got a really high raised upper deck section. It's never too crowded. Drinks are reasonably priced. Um, great spot to take a date if you're trying to go there. That's definitely my favorite uh, my favorite local watering hole is the Vortex right okay. here on Peachtree Street. Yep, yep. I love the funky vibe. I love the, <laughs> I'm a craft beer snob. I love the great selection. And number three, uh, you know, I'm, I'm an EDM guy, and I know I get mocked for it by Mike Bell on the radio station, but District Nightclub is my favorite late-night spot. They get some great talent from okay. all over the country, so shout-out to them. I was worried about maybe not getting to see some of my favorite artists that would go to New York. Okay. I've seen them all here in the A. All right, there you so, go. Great. Hey, I just tried to throw you an alley-oop, by the way, so when the ladies start kind of pulling up on you all of a sudden at any of these three plate paces, it's because they heard where you like yeah, to be. Yeah, they, 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 they hear, they hear. Listen, you got a better voice than I. You got the sultry tones, man. I don't, I don't have that. I sound like exactly where I'm from, unfortunately. All right, we got about nine. 90 seconds left, Day Day. Let's make a pick here. Cowboys minus three on the road at Tampa Bay and the Buccaneers. Do the Cowboys shed their playoff woes and move on? 
Honestly, this I, we talked about this in the barbershop uh, earlier in the week. This is a game. I, I, if I was a betting person, I, I'm I'm scared of it because you just don't know what Dallas team is going to show up. Um, Tampa Bay seems to be healing. In other words, in, in regards to players coming back from injury and things of that nature, and if Tom Brady's line starts to shape up and give him that time that he's traditionally used to, they're a problem. They are a serious problem. But we just don't know how that's going to shake out. But I'm going to go ahead and go with the Bucks. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you there for a lot of the same reasons you just laid out. I just don't believe in the Dallas Cowboys, man. I, it's a show-me sort of a league, and mm-hmm. they have not shown me the ability to win at all in the playoffs. So give me the Bucks to cover and win outright in this game, and the legend of Tom Brady continues <laughs> for at least, at least one more week. All right, that'll do it for this edition of The Other Side of the Glass with Chris Thomas right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Thanks to Day Day Super Producer. Thanks to Caleb Johnson for joining, and thanks to all you guys on the phones. That was a great uh, segment with you guys on the phones at 404 741 I'll be back with you guys on Saturday to chop it up. Will the Hawks continue their winning ways? We shall see. You are listening to Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Enjoy the football. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.